The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Amen. Now, are you ready? Pay attention. Then Luke 24, let us start from verse 24. Everybody read one to go. It says what? And certain of them, and certain of them which were with us, went to the sepulcher and found it even so as the woman, all right, had said, but him they saw not. 26, 25, everybody read together. O fools and slow of heart, to what? Believe all that the prophets have what? Spoken. 26, everybody read, it says what? Ought not Christ to have suffered these things, and to what? Enter into what? His glory. 27. And beginning at Moses, and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So the things concerning himself, he expounded unto them were what? One, the sufferings of Christ. And the what? The glory that should follow. The glory he was to enter into. Because he said, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Because they were talking about what happened to Jesus on the cross as though it was a bad thing. And Jesus met with them on the road to Emmaus and he was correcting that impression. He said, what's wrong with you? Ought not Christ to have suffered? Hallelujah. These things... And to enter into his glory. Hallelujah. So, he says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So, the things concerning himself he expounded were his sufferings and the glory he was to what? Enter into. Are you with me so far? Are you with me so far? What that tells us is that when we read Moses, when we read the writings of Moses and we read the writings of the prophets, what are we supposed to find there? We are supposed to find the sufferings of Christ in there and the glory that should follow we are in there. Are you following so far? Because the writings of Moses and the writings of the prophets had a context in mind. Glory to God. They have a context in mind. So he says, he was expounded unto them in all scriptures the things concerning himself. So that means what we find in the Old Testament scriptures, glory to God, all right, is concerning Christ. Now, let us corroborate, then lose Gospel 24 and verse 26. In 1 Peter chapter 1, turn in there. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10. Look at what he says now. Pay attention. Notice. In first. In Luke 24, 26, he says, Ought not Christ to have suffered this thing and enter into his glory? Now, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10, he says, Of which salvation the prophets have what? Inquired. And what? And search what? Church, talk to me. And search what? Diligently. Search diligently. Who prophesied of the what? That should what? So that means... The prophet's job was to speak of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. What's the glory that should follow? The grace that should come upon us. Hallelujah. But when they prophesied it, glory to God, their words spoke of it as a future event. So it was a promise. So they prophesied the promise. They foretold the promise. They foretold the sufferings and they foretold the glory that she followed. Look how it says. It's a certain what or what manner of time. The spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. Did signify. Did signify. Alright. When it testified beforehand. The what? Sufferings of Christ. And the what? And the glory that should follow. So when we are studying the writings of the prophets. When we are studying Moses and we are studying Psalms. What we are seeing in their writings, glory to God, is a foretelling or a foreshadowing of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should what? That should follow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we read Moses, when we read the prophets and Psalms, we are reading what? Their prophecies about what would happen to the man Christ. Amen. Amen. And how the man Christ will rise from the sufferings, glory to God, into glory. 
So when we are reading Genesis 1, we should put that in mind. When we are reading Genesis 2, we should put that in mind. Hallelujah. So once we understand the context of the Old Testament, it should affect how we study the Old Testament. So go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. So when Moses wrote about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses was not giving us an historical lesson for history's sake. No. Glory to God. When Moses wrote about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses wrote about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob showing us Christ in their stories. So the reason for Isaac is Christ. The reason for Abraham is Christ. The reason for Jacob is Christ. The reason for Israel is Christ. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Now let me take you on the journey. Look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. What does he say there? He says, in the beginning, talk to me now. In the beginning what? God created what? The heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God. That word says there, all right, in the beginning, Bereshit. Adonai, alright, bara. So, he's talking about God. God created the heavens and the earth. But who is that God that did the creating? Because when we read in the Old Testament, he says Elohim did it. But when we come to the New Testament, let me show you what he says about the creation of the heavens and the earth. Come to St. John's Gospel chapter 1 verse 1. Hallelujah. Alright. Are we ready? Let's read together. We're going to do a lot of Bible reading and we're going to do it together. John, John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. Can we read 1 to go? It says, in the beginning, notice it says, in the beginning God. John says, in the beginning was the word. What is he telling you? He's telling you something. Because the, the expression in the beginning, in Genesis 1, is the same expression in John 1 1. Just that one is in Hebrew, the other is in Greek. Amen. So it says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was what? With God. And the word was what? And the word was what? Now look at verse 2. What does he say? The same was where? Now, in the beginning, when you hear in the beginning, just know that what is being spoken about is Genesis. Everybody say Genesis means in the beginning. Is this clear? Is this clear? Genesis means. So when he says in the beginning was the word, he's saying at Genesis. In Genesis was the word. Genesis is the beginning. So when he says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, verse 2, what does he say in John 1, 2? Read. Now, the emphasis is saying, same was in the beginning with God. What is he trying to tell you? Because you see, John is writing, all right, to a Gentile audience and a Jewish audience. He's trying to tell the Jew that I am trying to introduce to you a personality. For the word, hallelujah, whom you know as God. That's why it says, the same was in the beginning with God. Now look at the next thing he says. He now says what? In verse 3, everybody wants to go. He says what? All things were made by what? By who? By him. So the him there is the word. Is that correct? All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Hallelujah. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, John 1, 3 tells us that the creator of the heaven and the earth is who? Talk to me now. Is who? The word. Is that correct? So now, he's telling us that creation happened by this person called the word. In verse 14, John 1, he says, And the word was made what? And dwelt what? Amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. So that means the God that created the heavens and the earth in Genesis is who? Is Jesus Christ. Is this clear? I'll give another example. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians 1, 15 and 16. We're just laying a foundation now. Colossians 1, 15 and 16. He says, who is the image of the what? Who is the image of the invisible God? Uh-huh. The firstborn of what? The firstborn of what? Every creature. Go on. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, 
all things were created what? And what? Hold on. He says all things were created by him. And they were created what? For him. Now, this him is referring to. Is he talking about the man Jesus? Praise God. Oh, come on now. Because he says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He now says all things were created by him, and it was now created what? For him. That means that if he's talking about Christ, because Christ is a man. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? So if Christ is a man, hallelujah, he's saying God created the world by him. And God created the world for him. So that means the focus of creation has to be what? Christ. If you study creation outside of Christ, you are going to miss the point. Oh, glory to God. If you study creation outside of Jesus Christ, you are going to miss the point of creation. He says, all things were created by him and created what? For him. So that means the heaven and the earth is for who? Was created for who? For who? For who? Now, earlier teachings we emphasize man. Amen. Amen. Earlier teachings we emphasize that the heavens and the earth was created for man. Is that correct? We will see, is it correct? Because you are going to see how it is correct. Because the Bible teaches that there are two kinds of men. Amen? Uh-huh. So we will get there soon. It says, all things were created by him and for him. And look at it. He says what? All things were what? Created by him and for him. Look at verse 17. He now says, and he is what? So, uh, what's going on? Read now. And he is what? And what? By him, all things what? So without him, all things fall apart. But by him, all things what? Consists. He is before all things. He is the principal. The principal thing. If you take Christ away, everything becomes amorphous. Everything becomes what? Null and void. Everything becomes without form. Hallelujah. And void. Are you paying attention? Because he is the light of the world. When you take him out, what you have is what? Darkness. He is the essence of, of, uh, of creation. When you take him out, what you have is emptiness. What you have is vanity. Glory to God. Glory to God. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. Glory to God. Now, look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. God created the world by Jesus. So Jesus created the world. So when he says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right. We see in the epistles that in the beginning, it was Jesus who created the heavens and the earth. Is that clear? Is that clear? Uh Now, let's continue. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. If you don't understand that Everything you see, visible and invisible, came by Jesus. You will not understand why everything visible and visible submits to the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the dimension all things came from. That name, the authority in the name of Jesus, glory to God, causes everything else to submit. Because the name of Jesus is the authority by which all heaven and all earth was created. So when you come against a demonic spirit in the name of Jesus, that devil has no option but to bow. Are, are you following what I'm saying? There is no, it is not a negotiation. It is not a debate. It is not a struggle. It is not even based on your own righteousness. On your own holy living. It is not based on that. It is based on the name. Because he is before all things. And by him all things what? Consist. All things were made by him. And what? For him. And without him was nothing made. That was made. Are you following something here? Hmm. Glory to God. 
It means matter, materiality, flesh, bone, sinews, blood. All things were made by him and for him and are subject to him. Are you following? So when you come with that consciousness, you see the difference between believers at times is consciousness. Consciousness. When we go before a sick, sick person and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed, there will be no change in the physical. And if we walk away saying she's healed. Another one there will be dying there shaking his head. Oluwa, Oluwa. You understand? That one that walked away, sometimes you will notice it that five minutes later, ten minutes later, fifteen minutes later, the declaration she's healed do not begin to manifest. Whereas that one said, Oluwa, Oluwa, nothing is happening. Consciousness. Hallelujah. Is the difference between Elisha and Gehazi? Gehazi went there and the people said nothing happened. She didn't come near this thing. Elijah went there. Hallelujah. Do you notice something that we will come to power demonstrations? All right, maybe tomorrow. Elijah got there, and if you notice how Elijah ministered to that boy, there was no scenario in which Elijah considered that that boy will not come back. None. Don't let us digress. Let's continue here. Everybody say, all things were made by him. All things were made for him. Again, all things were made by him. All things were made for him. Glory to God. One of the things the Lord spoke to me, he said, I'm going to demonstrate my goodness to my people so that they will understand that I love them. And because I love them, I'm good to them. Glory to God. Because I can see in the spirit that there's someone, there's something that has to do with cancer, and the person is doubting God's goodness. Glory to God. Now, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. Well, let's start from Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. 1, 2, go. Let us read. God who has sundering times and in diverse manners. Uh huh. Uh huh. Verse 2. Whom he had appointed what? Heir of all things. By whom also he made the what? The world. By whom also he made the what? The world. So that means the whole world, heaven and earth, was created by who? Christ. Say this with me. Christ is the center Christ. of God's universe. God's universe. Hallelujah. 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 Now, let's go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Now, many of you that are members of OEKF, I have thought on this um, in several series. Um, if you are not aware of certain things, just go and get on our Telegram channel. Um, Christ, uh, Christ in everywhere, right? Is it Christ in everywhere? Christ in everything, then Christ in Moses, then also listen to this series, Bible Seminar Soteriology, to help you a lot. Because I won't go through some things again. But if you go to Genesis chapter 1, verse um, 1, let's read it again. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, all right? And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, I've taught you many times that Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 is not creation story. Amen? Moses is not giving a scientific uh, analysis of how God created the heavens and the earth. Because if that is a scientific analysis, that is a poor thesis. Just few chapters. No, Moses is not doing that. Now, I'm going to show this to you. Because you're going to find out that when the apostles or in the epistles, Genesis 1 is referenced. It is usually referenced in the context of salvation. Every single time. Every single time. Praise God. Now, let's look at this. Look. It says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. I've taught you that that earth there is talking about what? The heart of man. All right? The heart of humanity. And it says, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Praise God. Waters there is talking about humanity. Remember that? All right? I've taught you that. Uh, I don't want to go through all that again. You can go on Telegram channel and listen to those messages. Let me go where I'm going. In that says in verse 3, everybody says, And God said what? 
let there be what? Light. And there was what? Light. And God saw the light, that it was what? Good. And God divided the light from what? The darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were what? The first day. Now hold on. He says, God said, let there be light. But it was after these verses that God created the sun and the moon. So it means that he's not talking about natural light. Are we together? Are we together? He's not talking about natural light. Now, let us see how Paul references this verse. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Oh, if you're a minister from another ministry and you are here, all right, can you just lift up, raise up your hand? I want to just acknowledge you. A minister from another ministry, okay, I see that hand. Oh, let me see, on that one hand, okay. Well, can I put our hands together for them, everybody? Come on. God bless you. Okay, I can see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Now look at Second Corinthians chapter 4. Quickly. Pay attention. Because I met a lot of atheists who say that, that God, there's no God. Your Bible is flawed. And when they say the Bible is flawed, they are talking about, they are arguing scientific facts on Genesis 1. I say it's not a scientific document. Say God created the, the heaven and the earth in seven days. No, he didn't say seven days. He said six. No, it's, it's six. The seventh day, he said he rested. So if you are angry about seven, it's actually six, he said. But you see, the problem with many believers is they don't study their Bible. Because if you look at the seventh day, theologically, the seventh day is talking about rest. Is that correct? Is that correct? The sixth day is talking about work and man. Is that correct? What is the number of man? He says his number shall be 666, which is the number of man. So that means that these days are symbolic. Hallelujah. They are symbolic. God is using those numbers to talk to us. So he talks about the beginning. He talks about the sixth day, and he talks about rest, seventh. Then he makes a lot, a lot of fuss about seven, Sabbath, Sabbath, Sabbath. You can see Sabbath in the law. You can see it everywhere. Sabbath, 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 Sabbath. Then he gets to Hebrew. He says rest. Amen. Rest. God is talking with the days. He's trying to tell, preach something to you through those days. Colossians 2, verse 13 says, they are, which are a shadow of things to what? To come. So that means those things in Genesis, you are talking about something to come. He now says the substance is Christ. So to understand the days, you have to understand them in what? In Christ. When you understand them in Christ, they open up to you. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Don't worry, it's three days conference, so you understand it. Hallelujah. Now, verse 3. Everybody let us read. Want to go? He says, But if our gospel be it, it is he to them that are what? Pay attention. They are what? Lost. In whom the God of this world has what? Blinded the mind. Pay attention. Lost. In whom the God of this world had what? Blinded. What did they blind? Mind. So that means, are the minds of these people in darkness? Talk to me. It's in darkness, right? So he said, I blinded the minds of them which believe not. So that means the blindness of the minds is demonstrated in the fact that they do not believe. So the absence of faith in a man's heart is what the testament that he is blind. He cannot see. Because faith has eyes. The man of faith is the one with eyes that sees. The one without faith is blind. He says, in the good God of this world, I blinded the minds of them which believe not. Next verse. Next thing. It says, lest what? Less what? Of what? Of Christ. Who is what? We are coming to that statement to hold on. Who is the what? Image of God. Should shine unto them. Should what? Shine unto them. Light. Image. Shine. 
Take note of it. Now, look at the next verse. Verse 5. For we preach not ourselves, but what? Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves, your servant for what? Christ. Now look at verse 6. Everybody read like a mass choir. One to go. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Stop. Where is he quoting from? Where is he quoting from? Genesis 1 what? 1, 2 or 3, Abby? He says, uh uh-huh. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. At what? At shined where? So that means the light in Genesis. That when he says, let there be light. And there was light. Where was the light shining? In the hearts of men. Which therefore means, the description in verse 2 was a description of what? The hearts of men without that light. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. So the description of the heart of men without the light of Jesus is without form and it was his void. I think what I'll do is in the first session tomorrow morning, I will, I, will go, I will break it down for you. Hallelujah. But let us continue. Is somebody learning anything here? Uh-huh. Let's continue. Hallelujah. He then says, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. Pay attention. What is this light that was shined, that shined in our heart? He says, to give what? Everybody? To give what? Of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. So the light is the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of God in Christ. So it is the light of the knowledge of God in Christ that ushers men out of darkness into light. Hallelujah. 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 Now, Jesus, in describing himself, calls himself the light of the world. So, what Jesus is saying, that the light God revealed or released for the earth in Genesis 1, he says, I am that light. John 8. John 8 and verse 12. When I'm ministering to you today, tonight, let your heart be open now. And let your heart be with me. If your heart is not with me, I think my, my wife was talking about, Pastor Tolani was teaching about honor. Very important though. Amen. One way Satan cheats, cheats believers is for them to get into two things, offense and dishonor. Amen. What do I call it? Offense and what? Many people don't understand one major thing. Why Elisha, um, Geazi? Why the rod of Elisha did not work in the hand of Geazi? You know later on, we saw why. We saw why, right? We saw why, right? His heart was not there. He was physically there, but his heart was not there. To receive impartation, a heart connection is necessary. You hear what I said? A heart connection. Is Some of you are in LMM last year. Is this how it looked last year? Talk to me. Is this how it looked? Is this how it looked? A heart connection is necessary. I will teach that later, maybe tomorrow. I will tell you what, what I did. <laughs> Don't worry, there was no ritual involved. <laughs> it's not even hard. It's not this thing. The problem is, dishonor is proof of pride. One of the fruits, the signs of pride, dishonor. And God resists the proud. And one of the reasons why people are proud in Christianity is knowledge. That is why it's very difficult for the knowledgeable. You know what I mean? The kind of knowledge I'm talking about. The knowledgeable in Christendom to rise. God will resist them. Because they will hear simple counsel. Then they will query it. It's too simple. You see, because the Greek word is kim kumka. And the Hebrew is shimawao. Go and check Give instruction to one person who feels he knows the word. 
Another person that is just learning. The person that is just learning will obey the instruction quicker. Why the one that feels no one want to be arguing and debating with you? And he's wasting time. So he will get results slower. Because he's taking in two years to obey. The other guy, pa! Let's focus. Hallelujah. Hmm. I'm not saying that you should not question things by the word. That's what I'm saying. But there is ITK. Oh, you're crying, shoulder. I know the word. Then it now goes to, I know the word more than you. When a word man is in a meeting like that, you know what he's doing, like this one. Instead of him to come with a heart to receive, he wants to measure up with the preacher. But then, yeah. Oh, then, yeah. Humbly, in Christ. I just want to give you that instruction. <laughs> when you come and you want to be arguing and arguing and arguing, when you leave, you will leave with the argument you want. Why the other person that came to get impartation for grace? He will collect it. In this kingdom, grace is what works. So, that's not what works. So, grace. On the wings of the spirits. Hallelujah. Ministry is not by gra-gra. Not by gra-gra. Calm down. Tell him and say, calm down. Don't worry, tomorrow. See, tomorrow, eh, we know we have the full day, Abby. So you come, if, look, if you are planning to miss tomorrow, it's your problem, oh. it's your personal problem. That's right. But I'm praying for you that your village people will not succeed. Mm-hmm. My prayer for you. I've been praying. So if you have a wedding, you have place where the wedding rise and we are in this. The <laughs> Saturdays for wedding. God, we have mercy on you. John 8 12. <laughs> that gentleman over there with the glasses. Lord said to tell you, it's a new day for you. It's a new day for you. It's a new day for you. A new way day for you. An open door is before you, says the Lord. An open door is before you, says the Lord. Walk in it, for a new season has begun. Hallelujah. A new season has begun. A new season has begun. Forget the past. Forget the past. Forget the past issue. It's a new day, says the Lord. New day, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll come to you in a moment because I see elevation. I see lifting. Hallelujah. Because you are not living here the way you came. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a matter of a house. 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 Home. Something about house. That Lord wants to. He says, I'm going to give you an established house. Hallelujah. All right. And there are matters concerning your lineage. All right. Your lineage. Now, I'm not talking of. I'm not, don't think of me as a deliverance minister when I say lineage. I'm talking about divine lineage. God is going to use it to start new things. Start new things. Set off new moves in your lineage. Praise God. Hallelujah. John 8. Quickly, let's go in there. 8 12. Everybody read. One to be said. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, What? I am what? I am the what? Uh-huh. He that followeth me shall not walk where? But shall have what? Genesis 1 2. Those who don't follow him abide in the darkness. Without form and void. Darkness upon the face of the deep. The Holy Ghost hovering, calling them out of it. Hallelujah. But those who hear come out of that darkness. Who are translated us from the kingdom of what? Darkness. Into the kingdom of what? You see that? 
That translation is Genesis 1 2, Genesis 1 3. Let me shock you. Go back to Genesis 1. Show you something. Jesus is the light of the world. Is that correct? Aha. Uh-huh. Genesis 1. Now, pay attention to something very, very important. So that means the light, when God said, let there be light, and there was light, that light is Christ. The knowledge of Christ, is that correct? Is that correct? Now, the knowledge of Christ was introduced, all right, shined out of the darkness. Now, what was the result? Pay attention. He says, and God saw the light, that it was what? Talk to me. And God divided the light from what? So that means the entrance of that light, glory to God, brought about a delineation. So there was light and there was what? Darkness. Are you following? There was light and there was darkness. And God saw the light and it was good. And God did what? Divided the what? The light from the darkness. What did he call the light? And the darkness he called what? And the evening and the morning were what? Where what? Turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I said, are you with me? Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Glory to God. First Thessalonians chapter 5. And verse 3. Everybody read. He says what? For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Verse 4. Everybody read. He says what? But ye, brethren, are not in what? That that day should overtake you as a what? Now, verse 5, I want you to read like a mass choir. Ye are all the children of... And what? We are not of what? Not of what? Hey. So, God separated the light from the darkness. He's talking about what? Men! Jesus in John 8, 12 says, I am the light of the world. But in another place in John, he says, ye are the light of the world. Is that what he says? Hallelujah. Then he now tells us here, you are not children of the night, but you are children of the day and children of the light. In Genesis 1 says, God says he separated, all right, the light from the darkness, then he called the light day. And the darkness he called what? Night. So, what that tells us is that the moment there is a reception of the gospel, there is a separation. Hallelujah. God calls that man out. From what? From the children of darkness. And he makes him what? A child of light. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become Notice something. The separation, it was God that did it. So, you didn't separate yourself from the world. It was God that what? Separated you. It was not you that chose him. He's the one that chose you and ordained you. So, the sanctification is God that did it. The separation, it is God that did it. So, God separated you from the night. Hallelujah. After you heard the gospel and you believed it and you became a child of the day. Say that with me. I'm a child of the day. Ah, So if you are a child of the day, the powers of the night have no hold on you. Are you? Are you? Are are you? Are you? Are you? They say, ah, ah, that man is occultic. Hey, yeah. Hey, that man is occultic. Hey, let, hey, let's fear him. Oh, let's fear him. Oh, he is operating under the power of the night. No, say he will project. He will look for you and fire you arrow. You say, sister, I don't live there. I don't live. I don't live there. 
I don't live there. My address is not there. He can't find me there. Listen to me. In this kingdom, it's what you say you will experience. Did you hear what I said? What you say in God's ears is what we manifested in your life. It is not because you are a Christian that you experience it. It's because you are a Christian and you say it that you experience it. Tell me, I am seated in the light. I am seated in the light. Far above all darkness. Far above all darkness. Far above all darkness. No power of darkness can touch me. No power of darkness can hurt me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater, yeah, greater, greater is he that is in me. Hallelujah. Hey. Kalaya. Greater, 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 greater is he that is in me. Glory to God. Over Tamilofa. Takori. Ta. Tabaya. Glory to God. We don't face the powers of night with fear. Uh-uh. We don't beg them. We don't negotiate. We will say, bring out your best shots. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have one old man that doesn't use brush. He is paying oblation to spirits. Spirits that are junior to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, Uncle something, whatever his name is. All right. Your spirits and your gods, they know who I am. Call them now. They should try to kill me. When you mention my name, they will advise you. They will advise you. Hallelujah. Sit down for a moment. Kalabaya. Afraid. When you are afraid of such things, brother, you, you have not drank Holy Ghost. You see, there is a wine in this kingdom. When we sniff it, when we drink it, our eyes turn. Glory to God. You will say, where them day? Where them day? Where them? Where? 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 Hey, you had a dream. They were chasing you. Bethel of God. You that you are the house of God. They were chasing you. And you were running. And you were running. Saying, please, oh, please, oh. Then you woke up sweating. Ha, ha, ha. Then you now want to call PF to discuss the chase in the dream. So that I will come and do what? Higher. In the dream. If you are running, stop. Turn. Yes. Can I help you? Glory to God. They want to raise this thing. You switch into our heavenly code. Zagade. Zuku kakaya tago. Are you following? That unending strength, that divine power that raised Jesus from the dead. Remember, listen. Oh, no. The resurrection of Jesus was the demonstration of the supremacy of Jesus over every devil, over every demon, over every spirit. If Jesus rose and he lives in you, none of them can hold you. Hallelujah. The only reason why a devil can stand before you and defeat you is if Jesus did not rise. Hallelujah. If he did, so when you say in the name of Jesus, you are you coming in the name of the resurrected Jesus. Are you following us? When you say in the name of Jesus, you are coming in the name of the ascended Jesus. Hey, 
When you say in the name of Jesus, you are coming in the name of the seated Jesus. Hallelujah. They're not born there. They're not born there. Hallelujah. Pray with boldness. You want to pray at night? You are praying. You are praying in tongues. Then something fell down somewhere. What is it? Hallelujah. You are praying in tongues. A bed appeared. Hallelujah. You are afraid. You are saying, hey, hey, no, sit down. We will examine you. Pause your own. Here, natural bed. Here, natural bed. You understand? Okay, if it's not a natural bed, so what? Hallelujah. He wants to disappear. Say, no, stay in Jesus' name. Glory to God. There was a time. I'll give you something. I'll tell you something. I had a crusade somewhere. Cast out plenty devils. Shook everywhere. Got to my room. As I wanted to sleep, some beings appeared. Are you following what I'm saying? They appeared. They were trying to do a Google masquerade for me. What is the matter? And you didn't something, something. Get out from here in Jesus' name. And then they went. I said, wait. In the name of Jesus, come back. And I said, this I said, come back. They came back. I said, never you in your life. Barge into my space again. Yeah, get out. I'm not lying to you. That's how, what are you talking about? Farabo. Everybody say Farabo. Sit down. Hallelujah. The devil you are saying you are afraid of is afraid of you. Glory to God. Now, we have said something. The light in Genesis is the knowledge of Christ. Is that correct? That separates men into day and night. The night are men that do not have the life of God in them. The knowledge of Christ. Clear? Then the day are men that have the knowledge of Christ in them. Is that correct? Now, let us now enter kingdom. What did I say? What did I say? Kingdom. I've heard a lot of teachings about kingdom. And now when I used to hear those sermons, I'm like, I'm shaking my head. I was like, wow. They're talking about kingdom and they're talking about jets and stuff. There's nothing wrong with all those stuff, right? There's nothing wrong with taking over mountains. There's nothing wrong with those stuff. But we need to teach it correct. Amen? Notice that when Jesus Christ came, what did he say? He says, the kingdom of God is what? Look to me, church. The kingdom of God is what? It's at hand. No, the salmon. He first came saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist, what was he saying? The kingdom of God is at hand. Who was he talking about? What did he mean? Hallelujah. I'm going to show you tonight. Amen. I have 15 minutes, then we'll demonstrate, then we'll close. So we need to have time to I want to I want to give you something to remember the one by. You understand? Because the Lord Jesus told me, He said, I want to do one, two, three things. So do this before the service closes. So we obey. Hallelujah. Now, when he says kingdom, what is he talking about? Talk Genesis chapter one. I'll show you something. There's a, there, there is a, there is a, the prophetic mantles are going to fall on women today. The Lord spoke to me, I put up something about women, something in ministry, because the Lord spoke to me, he said, one of the things that will happen, the men don't want you are covered though, but the Lord said, one of the things that's going to happen with LMM is that, there's going to be a rise of apostolic and prophetic voices. And there will be female voices. Female voices. Voices that we speak. The men, with the religious men, we say, women are not supposed to be preaching. But the sheer enormous scale of the supernatural results that these women will get will silence opposition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Genesis chapter 1. Ah, calm down. I'm not a JS. Leave the keyboard. I, I love a JS. I'm not. Oh, when, okay. When we are doing that TGJX thing, and bam, bam, bam. But no, no. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are you with me? Are you learning something? All right. 
Let me shock you again. Apostle Sunday is a shock. So it's a shocking conference. By the way, I love Apostle. Ah, I love him. LMM, number one minister. It's Apostle yes, that I bring. My covenant brother. Genesis 1, verse 26. Can we read one to go? It says what? <laughs> and God said what? Uh, Genesis 1, 26. Everybody, we want to go. It says what? And God said, let us make man in our image. Uh-huh. And let them have... Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Very, very interesting. Now, many times, when people look at this thing, they think that this is talking about Adam. He says, God said, let us, pay attention. He said, let us make man in our image. Right? Talk to me now. Let us make man in our image. And after our what? So the man God is talking about in Genesis 1.26, this man will be kind of like a manifestation of the Godhead. So when he said, let us make man in our image and after our what? Our likeness. Let me show you something quickly. Praise God. The word image there is the Hebrew word selem. We will look at it later. Then likeness is demute. The image of God and the likeness of God is not natural. The image of God and the likeness of God is not earthly. The image of God and the likeness of God is heavenly. Praise God. Praise God. Now, look at what the Bible says about the first man. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Pay attention. What does he say? 1 Corinthians 15, 45. I want you to follow the teaching. 1 Corinthians 15, what does he say? Ah, uh, I declare unto you, no, 15, 45. Are you there? All right, can, can we read one to go? It says what? Hey, 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 hey. Calm down. It says, and so it is written. The first man, Adam, was made a what? Notice, he does not quote about the first Adam from Genesis 1.26. He quotes about the first man from Genesis 2.7. Come to Genesis 2.7. There's a reason for it. Because, in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, there are two men. 1 Corinthians 15 tells us about those two men. Hallelujah. Are you following? The first man is a figure of the one that was to come. But the one that was to come was spoken of first before the first man. Are you paying attention? Now, look at it now. Genesis 2 7. Everybody be like a mass choir. It says what? He formed him of the dust of the ground uh-huh. and breathed into his nostrils. And man became a what? He says, man became a what? He formed him from the dust of the earth. That means the man is earthy. Is that correct? Is that correct? So that means the first man was what? From the earth. Say this with me. The first man was from the earth. Go back to 1 Corinthians 15 45. Somebody learning something. If you are learning, say, I hear. He says, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. He now says, the last Adam was made a what? A what? A quickening spirit. Hallelujah. 47, 46. How be it? That was not first. Which is what? That was not, so that means the first man was not spiritual. If he was not spiritual, it means the first man was not in the image of God. Uh, why? The image of God is spirit. John 4. For God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. Glory to God. 
Amen. 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 So when he says, let us make man in our image and likeness, he's referring, glory to God, to the last Adam and not the earthly one. Look at it. 47. The first man is of the earth. Are you reading? Are you reading? Well, let's start from verse 46 again. How be it, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is what? Natural. And afterward, that which is what? Spiritual. 47. Nobody you want to go. It says what? The second man is what? Is what? The Lord from heaven. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. The man that God made in his image and his likeness, his name is Jesus Christ. The Lord from heaven. Now, notice something very powerful. You will find out, go and do this, you can study it at home. When God talked about authority and dominion, check it. Dominion was not mentioned in connection to man from Genesis 2. If you saw that, you know that? Go and read it in Genesis 2. Dominion is not in Genesis 2. The word is not there. It's not mentioned. Where is it mentioned? It is mentioned in Genesis 1.26. Because dominion, authority over fish of the sea, fall of the air, and creeps is to the what? To the heavenly man. Okay. Turn to Hebrews 2. I'll prove it to you. Hebrews 2 and verse 8. And in case you thought dominion over fish that God was talking about is the ability to kill fish and eat it. That is not dominion. In case you felt dominion over um, um, uh, cattle was the ability to make suya. That is not dominion. Because when the last Adam talked about dominion and authority, he never used it in reference to animals. Which means that when Moses talked about cattle, all those things, he was speaking prophetically. Aye, hallelujah. Because when Jesus comes to explain it, Jesus does not talk about authority, dominion, from a standpoint of, I'm giving you authority over fish. And authority over cattle. No. When Jesus talks about it in Luke 10, 19, behold, 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 put it now, behold, Luke 10, 19, behold, I give unto you what? So trampled on what? Serpents and what? Now, you see, serpents and scorpions, are they cattle? Are they earthly animals? They are now serpents and scorpions. Are they? I heard that snakes are in people's toilets now. Amen. So it's earthly. <laughs> yes, boy, I give unto you power to what? Tread upon what? Serpents and what? Uh-huh. And what? All the what? All the what? So that means serpents and scorpions are metaphors for what? The power of the devil. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Now, let's pack that one. We will come to it tomorrow. Hebrews 2. We will pack there and we close. Hebrews 2. Verse 5. Can we read one to go? I want you to read it. Yeah. Read now. For unto the angels are he not put in subjection the world to come, where if we were, where if we were, we speak. Go on. But in one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man? That thou art what? Uh huh. Oh, seven. Uh huh. Thou prenest him with glory and honor, and this set him over the works of thy hands. Stop. That makes you think, when you read in Psalms, you think he's talking about Adam. Correct? That he sent Adam over the works of his hands. Is that correct? Is that correct? That he sent him over the works of thy hands. Next verse. uh, Next verse, come on. Thou hast put all things in what? Subjection. Now, hold on. That word subjection in Hebrew is radar. The word dominion is radar. That's subjection. Are you for your attention? That's what radar means. 
He said, Thou hast put all things in subjection under, under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he did what? Left nothing that is not put under him. Hmm. Well, look at the next thing. But now, we see not yet all things put under him. So he said, wait a minute. If it was talking about the man, I don't see subjection when I look at the earthly man. I don't see dominion when I look at the earthly man. The earthly man is dominated by sin. The other man is dominated by the devil. The other man is under every sort of oppression. You can imagine. This guy is not in dominion. So what, what is he talking about? Next verse, that's where it gets clear. But we see Jesus. So, the dominion is in who? Jesus. The last Adam. So when God says, let us pay attention. He says, let us make man in our own image. And after our what? Incarnation. Praise God. And let him have what? Let him have what? Over what? The fish of the sea. Over what? Over what? Now, when did Jesus get the dominion? Was it at incarnation? Or in resurrection? Philippians chapter 2. So God's entire plan is in Genesis 1.26. Philippians 2 and verse 5. Ha 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 ha. Hallelujah. So when God said, oh, pay attention, in Genesis 1, he says, be fruitful and multiply. Then he says what? He says what? Replenish the earth. Who is he talking about? The last Adam. So the last Adam, hallelujah, is the one, God said, must produce and fill the earth with your kind. Hey, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus comes in Matthew 28, 18. He says, go ye therefore and make what? Disciples of what? All nations. Glory to God. Because the first Adam reproduces by sex. The last Adam reproduces by the word of God preached. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, to fulfill the dominion mandate, you cannot do it without what? Preaching the word. Being born again. Not of what? Corruptible seed. Not of sex. But being what? But of what? Incorruptible. By the word of God that liveth and what? Is it, is it clear? If, if it's clear, let me see your hand. Are you paying attention? So, fulfilling the kingdom mandate is preaching the word and getting more people out of darkness, out of the night, into what? The light. Hallelujah. Why that says you? Let this man be in you which was in Christ Jesus. When did Jesus get the dominion? Verse 6. Everybody, we want to go. It says what? Uh-huh, go on. But made himself of no reputation. And took upon him. So that means, let us make man in our image. That is God. Hallelujah. Taking upon him the form of a man. But this form of a man is the image of God. So Jesus is the image of God put on the form of a man. That is why Jesus is what? The selfie of God. To understand God, you look at Jesus because Jesus is the image of God put on the form of a man. What will God say? Listen to Jesus. How does God think? Listen to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, you don't just listen to that Jesus from the Gospels or the Epistles. Jesus spoke from Genesis to what? Malachi. He's there. He is the word of the Lord, and the word of the Lord came unto me. That is Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the word of the Lord came unto me is what? The word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. All things was made by the word, and for the word. And without the word was not anything made. So when the word of the Lord came, it is Jesus talking. Praise God. That is why he can unveil himself from, and the word of the Lord came. Glory to God. I said glory to God. 
but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in likeness of men. Verse 8, everybody read like a mass choir. It says what? Next verse. Uh-huh. Everybody say dominion. dominion. Next verse, 11 now says what? Should confess that Jesus Christ is what? So that means his lordship means all the enemies submitted. Glory to God. And you are complete in him. And because you are in him, you are day. You are not of the night. The night cannot touch you. Because you are in him, you are not standing at the right yes, hand of sir. God. You are seated at the right hand of God. Because you are in him, all angels walk under your command. Because you are in him, there will never be a time God will say, get out, I am ashamed of you. Because you are in him, you have eternal life. Because you are in him, you have eternal salvation. Because you are in him, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! That's you now. What's your responsibility? You are to mass produce your kind in every inch, every square meter of air on this planet. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? You take territories by making sure everywhere we look, image of God, 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 image of God. Everybody translated from night to day. From darkness to light. Image of God. Image of God. Image of God. And guess what? You need the money, God will give you the money for it. Hallelujah. You need the platforms, God will give the platforms for it. Hallelujah. He will give anything and everything to anyone that says, God, arise and stand. And I declare, what your purpose is for before beginning began, I am a partner to make it happen. Rise up on your feet. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. All right, guys, keep on this this time. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Lift up your hands and speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.